Thank you. Yishakoyach for everyone for coming. Good morning, everybody. Boker Tov. Big fans. Bigger than even mine. It's even bigger than mine. Oh, thank you. I didn't get any notice, so thank you for telling me. Please say his name. Ruven Chanoch Ben. Ruven Baruch, sorry. Moshe Ben Chanoch. Is it this week? It's tonight. How many years is it? Four. Oh my gosh, wow. Okay, this should be for Lili Nishmato. I remember him, sweet Yid. And uh, you should you should feel closer and closer to his etzim of his neshama. You and and always remember how much nachas you and your family continue to give his neshama. Thank you. No oh, that's okay. How is good. That's fine. Thank you so much. All right, everybody. Um, when I say bokeh tov, it's like a tefillah. It's not. It's not explain. It's not. It's not like literally a, a description. Because. Uh, Boketov, it's like saying animamin, like it's a tefillah, animamin. Boketov, it's not a good morning when there's all these levayas and shiva houses. But boketov, like tefillah, that it should be a tefillah, that it should be a boketov. So, where are we? Where are we going? So, it's basically Esti's fault. Why? Why we're learning what we're learning? It's David's fault. So. What we're what we're gonna be learning, I was gonna wait, I was gonna pace, I was gonna grow, I was gonna like and Hashem said, No 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 no, yala, hala. Now we're learning geula, but like actively learning geula now. Now we're going into a next stage after all the years we've been learning about Pneumius of Odas Hashem and well hopefully we'll still have many more opportunities. To learn different aspects of pnimiyut and avodat Hashem, of learning the mitzvahs, the, of, of living the consciousness of everything we're already doing. It's not about learning new mitzvahs and taking on new things. It was actually just, and it will continue to be, to intend to, to have a closer relationship with all the Torah and mitzvahs we are already doing. That was hopefully the purpose of what we've been doing until now and what we will, Bezrat Hashem, continue to do kol to be closer to everything we are already doing. It's like, I want to be close to kids. You have to have more kids in order to... I mean, you, you could if, if that's the Indian, but you have kids in front of you. It's the same thing with our Torah and Mitzvah. It's already what we already have in the home, what we have in our heart. How much closer can we get to them? So, what, I, what, I, what I've been so nervous about is that... The reason I've been stalling with this new world and this new learning that we're going to be doing is because we're, now we're dealing with this is like this is like not it's like postgraduate. I don't even know what to call it. It's not this. It's it's up. It's up there. It's big stuff. It's big stuff. Put it like that. It's big stuff. And I know that we've been touching upon a lot of the aspects of. What does it mean to live here in Eretz Yisrael now, and all that? And now we're just going to see it kind of like straight in our faces, in a very, in a very clear and 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 meyusad, a very like a pattern. Now I've mentioned his name so many times, and the reason why I'm not telling you all to go and find this book specifically, it's called Kumi Ori, one of Rav Sasson's books, is because over the years. A lot of these ma'amarim have been taken and then put into 
even more more mechuvan uh, svarim of Rav Sasan that really are cutting through the edge. And he took he, he keeps on doing this. He keeps on looking at different mamarim he's put out, published, and he keeps on taking them and putting them even more concentrated. So I'm not so I'm not telling you yet until I find out from them this week specifically where the Torahs in here the, the the meat of them have shown up. But for now we have to start somewhere. And that is the Or of the Geula, the light of redemption. Baruch Hashem, we're living in miraculous times that also have with them these stings that I don't wish upon any yid ever again to taste. Uh, but apparently as much as the light and the miraculous times we're living in are true and are happening, it seems there's still something, there's an elephant in the room. What that elephant in the room is, I don't know. I, I, I don't know exactly what to call it anymore. I don't know, uh, you know what to label it anymore. Good morning. Welcome. Hi, good to see you. Welcome. What that elephant in the room is, I'm not so sure. Here, you can come. You can come to the side over here. It's... Ilana, do you mind killing the? the... I'm just. I, it's mom. It's always like. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Th- thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. An abundance of light just walked into the. <laughs> just came into the room. Good morning. So what that elephant in the room is? Whenever we speak about how much we're living in redemption and we're living in redemption. We're, we have to really look into the eye of it and, God forbid, not wait for horrible Shabbosim like this last Shabbos in order to wake up and be like, whoa, do I really under, am I really, am I really reading the signs or not? Am I reading the signs or not? So this, this way that we're going to be looking right now about learning Geula, because that's where we are, we're learning the light, the light of redemption, we're learning the light of redemption, I think is going to make a lot of very big concepts clear. It'll make it clear. It's one of the reasons why I'm so connected to this Rav Svarim. Just all these concepts become clear. And I hope, Bezrat Hashem, we're going to have a lot of atzlacha on this journey. So look inside. Right? Does everyone, did it reach everybody? There's, there's a few more here? Okay. Ora Geula. And I want you to play... Just pay, pay close, close attention. Even if it's things that you think that you've already heard of or, or you know to be a truth, it's like, mamash, like the Bilvavi used to tell us, without the, the solid you know, infrastructure, without the basis, as much as you want to build a building, without the solid infrastructure, it really won't go anywhere. So let's see how he says this. This is from the Sefer Kumi Ori, from Rav Reuven Sasson Shlita. Hodu Lashem Kitov Kido Olam Chasto, Yomru Geule Adonai, Asher Gala Miyatsar, Umeatsot Kipsam, Mimizrach, Umimarav, Mitzafon, Umiyam. Hodu Lashem Kitov, praiseworthy is Hashem, because it's good, because his chesed is forever. Yomru Geule Hashem, those that have been redeemed by Hashem, this is from Tehillim, who have redeemed them, Miyad Tsar, from a narrow hand. And we have been plucked and taken and ingathered from different nations, from different from different lands. 
all the different corners of the world. Mizrach, Ma'arav, Tzafon, Miyam. Look at this. Look at this room. Look at this room. Ma'aratzot. This is the Nevua. Ma'aratzot. Look at us. Ma'aratzot. Keep Zram. Mizrach, Ma'arav, Tzafon, Miyam. Living prophet. Look at this. So you don't. Have, it's not like oh what. What is that going to look like one day? What is it? Just look. Okay. Just look. We could never, even if our, our mouths were filled with praise and song, we could never thank you enough for the, for the nisim and the niflaot that you do with us every day. You wanted your, 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 your land to be dwelled again from the, with the ingathering of all of your children coming home. And yes, not everyone is home, but yalla, on the way, on the way. Call, are there any, like, are, are there any olim in the room that made Aliyah the last, like, few months? Yeah? yeah? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Thank you for enhancing our, our learning already. You'll see what I mean. Call me, are there any olim that made Aliyah in the last 20 years in the room? <laughs> Thank you for enhancing our learning. Are there any olim that came the last 50 years in the room? Whoever opens his eyes and you look for a second at what's happening in the last generations. You can't help it. You can't not see something massive. Something massive. You can't. Outstretched arm on us, that he brought us back to Eretz Yisrael from the dust of Galut. And in his good goodness, he resurrects us to be alive, to really be alive. We say this every time we put the, Aron Kod- the Sefer Torah back in the Aron Kodesh. With, with renewing the days of old, which we'll, we'll, we're going to spend a lot of time establishing a really beautiful kavana now, every time we return the Sefer Torah now to the Aaron, of what that means. I know it's a very emotional moment. Sefer Torah is going inside. It's usually a good nigan. It's a high moment of davening. Everyone's either preparing for a good drasha or preparing to leave the shul. <laughs> so it's something in the air, right? And then something changes. In front of our eyes, there's something so big happening of Am Yisrael being redeemed. That we can't, again, we can't afford to not remind ourselves constantly that it's in the midst of some kind of process. Because for 2,000 years, if we were to get together in a shir anywhere, in Kovna, in Memphis, in, it doesn't matter where we were, we couldn't really say... In front of our eyes, something massive is taking place. We'd have to say, deep, deep down in our hearts, we believe that there's a plan. We can't see it, but there's a plan. We can't see it. Can, can you and I say that? We're all a living prophecy right now. So how could, how, we can't say, we can't see it. We can see something. We can see something. What is it that we're seeing? Hageula. There's a lot that's explained and described throughout our, our history, throughout the Torah and throughout the prophecies. 
שהשלבים הראשונים של הגאולה יתבטאו בחזרה אל הארץ ובשגשוג החומרי. And there, it's clearly stated that one of the first שלבים, one of the first uh, שלב, a uh, step, right? One of the first steps of the redemption will be expressed through an actual coming back to the land. ובשגשוגה החומרי. And you're going to build four million dollar shuls. Do you know what I mean? Sigsug chomri, meaning you're going to live in million dollar houses, you're going to have basically anything you, you need on a chomri level, on a materialistic level, right? That's actually part of the geula. That you really, like I told you, I used to, when we first made Aliyah, my father would schlep back Heinz, ketchup for us, <laughs> the first few years, Heinz. Remember, toilet paper. I, I, tuna fish, I had one of the first Game Boys, I think I told you once, those of you who remember what that was. Ma, ma en, ma en, what, 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 what isn't there? What isn't there? Amazon to the house now? Ma en, right? Now that's part, that's actually part of the Shlavim of the Geula. That's the beginning stages. That's the beginning. Acha Geula lo tistayim bekach, but that's not the end. That's not, that's not, okay, it happened, Mashiach is here. It's a nice gesture by Mashiach to send, like, you know, signs of I'm on my way, but it's not, this is not the end, right? And after that, after, it gets more or less comfortable to be here. There's going to be additional komot, additional levels of geulah. של גאולת הרוח והנשמה. That's the mind, body, and soul work. That's the geula that we are stressing so much here. That that's part, that's a big, big part of the next shlav of redemption. When the, when the mind, body, and soul now plays a role in the geula as well. בהן, עם ישראל יסקיף את קומתו האדירה. That means, when עם ישראל will basically be able, like, you know, when someone says, Lamot Zakuf, right? Stand straight. We'll be able, not out of Gaiva, but we'll be able to appear for real. The way that we, what we look like in a natural state of body, mind, and soul. That's part of the Geula. And that's, the, that's much, much harder than figuring out Amazon and all these other things. That's much, much harder. To look again like we're supposed, like we could look in our Shorish, that's already a different story. When do we really look like we, were, like, like we could look like? With the reinstitution of having a Beit HaMikdash, of having prophecy, ובהופעת אור השכינה, and at the שכינה, shining bright, בכל הדרה וקדושתה. That the שכינה, that we don't have to wait for like these moments of, of like chesed, oh, I think I'm around the שכינה. It's, it's hovering over us completely. All of us. All of Israel. I need you all for a second to close your eyes and do a piyasetzna visualization with me for a second. Because the Helga Ish Kodesh, throughout Bnei Machshav Atova, and now we're learning with the men, Achshar Savrichim says, when you really want for certain things that you learn to stick with you, and not just that you understand what the words are, 
you have to tap into the greatest gift that Hashem gave you called visualization and imagination, which we all have. Now the words, I want you to listen to the words that he said again right now. Hofa'at hor ha the appearance of the light of the shechina, bechol hadara ukdushata, showing up full on, with all of its glory and all of its kedusha. Now, this is not a guided meditation because it means something else and it appears differently to each of you. That's, that's gorgeous. That's beauty. That's, that's, that's how it should be also, right? But somehow when I allow my mind to use it for imagining, we always imagine the worst things. After last night's horrific attacks, we use our imagination to imagine Khalila, what would happen to us, right? Now we have to use our imagination to be like, what, would, what does this look like, reading my kids coming home from school when the Shekhinah is Bechol Hadara Ukdushata? What does it mean to, have, to sit around the Shabbos table with my family? Bechol Hadara Ukdushata. What does that mean? What does that mean? What does it mean to talk to someone in the presence of the Shekhinah? Next paragraph. Talicha Geula. I know this is a little bit of a dagger. To who? To what? Who, who is this a dagger to? What did he say? The process of Geula has not come at all yet to its like finishing picture, right? No, mamash, mamash no. But just because it hasn't come to its completion, it doesn't mean that it didn't, something didn't start happening. And I think we, this is the balance we're living in. What does it mean to live in a world where we know, we understand, we are living proof that the words of the prophets are taking place, but it hasn't yet come into a completion, right? It hasn't come into a completion yet. Talich zeh shel am Yisrael. But rather, this process, this process doesn't end with the komah gashmit, with even physically coming back here. But it's rather, it's directed towards restoring Am Yisrael to its shlemut, to who we really are, and to standing up, upright again. Like somehow, somewhere deep down inside, we know how to stand up upright again. We just forgot it. We just forgot it. And now he's going to say, you could, you know, like they say, you could take the boy out of Brooklyn, you can't take the Brooklyn out of the boy, or whatever, or however you've used that, you know, that terminology. You could take a yid out of Gullis, right? But taking Gullis out of a yid is what we're still very much stuck in. Now we have to, in order to know what we're trying to get out of, we have to also understand what Gullus has done to us. Hagalut miata et kochinu legamre. The amount of strength that we have, right? The amount of power that we truly have. What Gullus, what two thousand years of exile have done, has done, is that it weakened some of the most natural sources of strength that made us who we are. And I'm not just talking about physical strength here. I'm sorry, I. He's not just talking about physical strength. Talich ha the process of redemption, mechuvan lehachzir otanu, lechol melosh lemotenu ubriyutenu. The process of redemption is a process to restore us to the best health that we could ever, ever achieve. 
the greatest health, the greatest strength, the greatest completion that we could find in our state of being. Shlemut zo kolelet et kol amadregot kulan. This shlemut, this state of completion, encompasses within it all the levels in the world that you can think of. Shlemut gashmit. On one hand, physical, materialistic shlemut. Liyot ma'atzama kalkalitu bitchonit. To be. How do you say ma'atzama? Yeah. What's that? Yeah, but there's a, a specific word. Um, an empire. To be a, a, um, a, secure, a securely financial empire, which, I mean, look at us. It's really, it's really, it's really crazy. It's really geuladik. It's really, it's really unbelievable. Shlemut Musarit. Not there yet. An empire of Musar. We could, we're on our way. Complete, complete Musar. Liot am Musari, to be an ethical people. Hamelamed eta enoshut kula, darkei Musar vatzedek, that we are here to teach the whole world to walk the streets of the world with morals, with ethics, with justice, with chen, with rachmanus. Umealakol, but above all, shlemut elokit, liot am kadosh, to be a holy people. That means you walk on the street and you never know which kid that's riding his scooter is actually a little prophet riding around on the streets of Ephrat. Right? I actually think that's already happening here, but I'm sure you do too. But in the heart of all this, don't think that this is really possible to show up with its full... It, in, in its full, you know, completion, without the source from which all this comes out, and that's the Beit Hamikdash. Mekom hashrat hashchina v'hitgalut elokut, the place where the shchina resides, and godliness is revealed. Kfi sheifticha Torah va'olech etchem komemiyut. I will lead you back with komemiyut. This is already now we're going to get a little bit of an untouchy subject. Where do we say this? Where do we say these words? Right. Where else do we say it? We say it in Benchen? Where? Oh, in the Harachamans, those that. Nachon. Where else do we say it in Davening? Do you say this in Shema? In Ahavas Olam Avtanu? Right? Right? So this is actually a word that shows up a lot. A lot. What does kamimiyut mean? Upright. Upright. So a lot of people said, listen, you can't say that. Redemption began after the Shoah. Because why? That wasn't kamimiyut l'aretzeinu. That was, that was like trying to just stay alive, right? Kamimiyut l'aretzeinu. And therefore, anytime there's a calling to come back to Eretz Yisrael that it usually comes after some kind of terror or chas v'shalom, something very dark. So there's a voice that says, that's not what the Nevi'im were speaying about. They were speaking about that you come back home like this, right? This is how you come back home. So that's why we're gonna, we have to understand what this word means, it doesn't mean you come like a, like a gibor when everything is already set up and you're not trying to run away from anybody. 
Or does it mean maybe something else? And Rav Sasson is going to show us actually the inner meaning of this word. He says, what does komemiyut mean? We're on the fourth to bottom line in this paragraph. That means a bunk bed. Komotayim. Two floors. Literally. I grew up for years. I, I have the imagery very strong in my, in my head. I just, I always started, I was older, I always started on the top. Yeah, it wasn't like one day I'll get to the top. You have my bunk bed, right? Not anymore, but we did buy it. The Deutsches bought our bunk bed. It's right. In 1990. Mamish. Avram told me this year, I couldn't believe it. He actually came to me before I was living here. He came to a concert that I did. And he actually, I remember him telling me in Tzora, in Club Tzora in Beit Shemesh. Right, right. He used to come to the concerts and he said to me, oh, yeah, this is great. I want you to know my kids sleep on your bed. <laughs> I remember him. <laughs> so the, 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 the Torah uses dafka, a word, it's talking about two komot. Komemiyut, koma gashmit koma ruchanit. Again, coming back to Eretz Yisrael and the Shekhinah being all over the place, but you live like a schlepper, that means there's a whole element of the geulah that's missing. The fact that we here are living the way we are now, right? Like, for the most part, like physical manches, right? With basically, any coffee you need? It's here, right? Literally here, right? It's all here, like, that's part of geulah, actually. The fact that it's all here, that we have, you know, that's part of it. But these both komot, gashmi beruchani, shehen bevadai kolelot madregot rabot shel geula, ubinyan begashmiut, vegeula ubinyan beruchniut. We're here to build ourselves physically, materialistically, and we're also here to build ourselves spiritually. That's those are the words of the prophecies. Hageula einena rak shinui svivati. Redemption is not just a, a um, an, yeah, external environmental change. That I once lived in the shtetl, and now I live like a king. Israel, I don't have any foreign uh, sovereign over me. That I come here to live free. You can see already where he's touching upon. What's the anthem? How does the anthem end? Man, if there could only be an opportunity for all of Am Yisrael to say, let's, let's like learn the premius of the, of the concept of chirut, we would change a lot of the words, even in the anthem we would change it. He's saying, that's not, that's not really called geula. That's a move. It's a, hopefully a better life. But you don't move to Eretz Yisrael to have a better life. You move to Eretz Yisrael to, to, to play part in a bigger picture, picture of fulfillment of prophecies for many, many years. Ha-geula mitracheshet gam u-be'ikar be'omek ha-nefashot, ha-ruchot ve'aneshamot. Where does geula really take place? 
Geula takes place in the depths of our souls and of our spirit. It really is. That is why you can have Yidin that don't live here, that they're really, I know, hundreds if not thousands that don't yet live here, but they really are Geula Dika people. They really, truly, truly are. Because the work that they're doing in their soul on who they are with the light of today, granted, it's limited, just because of the teva of where you're physically supposed to be located for these lights to appear full on, but the light that's in my, my chavra, I'm sure your friends too, such, such amazing, incredibly in tune and intuitive individuals that are working so hard on themselves and doing such beautiful things. This is part of the light of Geula shining forth in the world. Listen, you don't have to. My Rebbe lives in New York. Which is such an it's such an interesting inner thing that I go through every single day with with you know thinking about that and having to speak to a lot of people about that that reality. But that's but the thing is that we're talking about us here. Like that that's that's what I want to focus on. Like Hashem has a plan for each person. It's really about those of us that are are here. What's the avoda? Not what their avoda is. What's our avoda? That's really what it is. So he says over here that a, a, a yid that came to Eretz Yisrael and wants to know, like, am I living a geula? Am I really in the process of geula? Has to answer the following question: Can I point at any shifts in the way that I live my life since moving here that don't only have to do with shifts that have due to the different nature of the country, right? <laughs> but internal shifts that are taking place inside of consciousness. Of specifically my relationship with anything that matters, which is my relationship with God, my loved ones, and the Torah and mitzvahs. Has anything shifted? Could, would my Yiddish guide be the same, more or less? What's that? I'm not even going there yet. I will get there, but I'm not even getting there yet. It's that, that's for sure. But I still want to keep someone included that's not physically here yet to feel like they're part of the Parsha. Advul Nesuyam. My my own my own being here. What what about my Yiddishkeit? What about all the stuff, all the good chinuch I got my whole life before I came here? How is it here? How does it show up here? In what manner does it show up here? Right? How beautiful is it here? What what happens to it here? Nachon. So now he says like this: What did Galut do to us all these years? We're about six lines from the top of this paragraph. Hagalut. Sorry, one, one, four lines on the top. Kol rivadeh chayim shel am Yisrael holchim v'shavim el briutam v'gadlutam. All the different rivadeh chayim, all the different levels of life of am Yisrael return to their to their healthy and natural spot through the process of geula. Hagalut dildela meod et nefashot. So Galus took our souls and its potency and the dildelota, 
It made it very uh, meduldal. Wow, I have to bring a dictionary to this here. It diluted it, yeah. It contracted the spirit. And the light of our neshamas, it said, go back up there to heaven. Just survive in Galut. You can't, it, it can't work for you here like this. The process of redemption The process of redemption is geared towards restoring the, the, the strength and the awakening of all of us. To restore all of this glory to its completion. Like we came back here to be part of a process where we become individuals that are really, uh, I, I mean, I'm almost said perfect, but you, you hear what I, where we're going with this, to a new breed of a person, like mamash, a bunch of Nevim and Neviot walking around. This is, this, is the, this is living the Geula, in the inside of it. Ruach HaGvura, five lines on the bottom. Ruach HaGvura shel otan dmuyot miflaot sh'anu motzim batanach, v'od yoter mizeh. You read a story about Dvorah HaNeviyah. You read a story about David HaMelech. And it doesn't feel foreign to you. It actually feels very much at home. You actually relate very much to the story. Look, what did Galas do to you? Let's, let's, let's talk Tachlis, okay? For many of us growing up, the effect of Galas was that I as a kid could re- felt much more relatable or related to Rocky, to Sylvester Stallone, than Yaakov Avinu. What, what's the, now, what, what is the result of that? Like, how, how does that happen? Like, how does that happen? It's because at a certain point, our, our you know, generations and generations, what, what did they have to work with in terms of like, Showing how relevant David Amelech is to the to the guy that's just trying to make it, trying to get it through the day. So I read the Haftarah. I have a little bit of an acquaintance with him. But what was in front of me and what exhilarated me and what excited me were these things, right? He's saying, I think what he's saying is, coming back here, you have guys like Ari and Jeremy. They actually are more excited about like thinking about Amos Hanavi than any of the figures that that, that excited them growing up. Why? Because they are living. They are living that life. We're hopefully living that life to a certain extent too. These guys are mamish. They feel more acquainted with Shaul, with David Amalek. Mamash. And it's an amazing, it's an amazing like piece of seeing Geula coming to light. Yes. Running, they're like, oh, yes, now I get to learn Torah. <laughs> right? From one of the sharing that we have, and I was like, what? But that's just like, that's where, after they've been through so much stress, that's where they go for Lakreet. And mm. I think that's. Geula. Geula. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I think so too. I think everyone agrees with you about that one. I think that's huge. And it's not they're running to go watch your favorite TV show, it's like they're running to go learn Torah. It's an incredible thing. You know, last night up here, what was, I couldn't believe it. Like, you know, there's this parent-child learning that happened. There's so many different ones. 
here, but after Shabbos, who has koyach? Honestly, who has koyach after Shabbos, right, to do anything, right? So you want to say it's the pizza? I don't think it's the pizza. But the, the shul upstairs was packed with parents and children every Motzei Shabbos, 45 minutes after Avdama. And then the Goodmans, the tzaddikim, send over here like eight pies of pizza. And the place is packed with parents and kids running to learn together after a whole Shabbos of like, you know, being from and everything. Like you, you, <laughs> Each person their own. The fact... But the fact that there was like more, it's, uh, it's unreal. But taking advantage of the opportunity, again, it's, it's unreal. All these little pieces of the puzzle are, are pieces of a picture of coming, of the, of the komotaim, of, this, of the higher bunk bed. Literally, of the, of the high. I guess maybe in some places you graduate to the bottom bunk bed, whatever it is, to the next, to the next level. But that like, people, figures we learn in Tanakh, they really like play a role in our life. Like, they really excite us. But he's also different, because when I was in America, you were like a science museum on a trip. But here, like, if you truly mean, like, if they're, they're going right. to the places that we read about in Tanakh, like, that's insane to me. Like, it's like, insane. I, I look at it like, you don't have how special this is. That's what it is in the air. I think, like, we've switched to almost everything being Jewish calendar. Like, how mm. much January 3rd anymore? Like, we sort of, like, have shifted. I changed my name. Like, yeah. There's something here that's different. You're really, I can never, in America, you're like, oh, 27 of 7. Like, oh, my new person. Right, right. <laughs> but it's, it's... Yeah, it's in the air. And you can't, and you can't get in America. No yeah, it's in the air. Now, you could, though, what's interesting is that you could, this is the game, though, you could stay like that, though, here all the time, also, but, you, but you've, you know, you've opened your heart and you've opened your, your you and your, your beautiful family's awareness towards shifting towards that, that thing that's happening over here. And that, that's unbelievable. Meaning you could stay with that Galut mentality here. You could. But Baruch Hashem, there's been a shift. I, I, didn't, I never celebrated my Hebrew birthday till maybe I was like 25 or something like that. Yeah. It's, but it's not, no one, it's no one's, no one's fault. This is what we did. It's not, oh God, we were so, such a shame. No one did. Because when you filled out the forms, they didn't. Right. No one did. I don't know any of my friends that ever celebrated the Hebrew birthday growing up. None of it. But really, like, why not? It's just the, it's just the, the world we're living in. But even like part of like a Hebrew birthday, which may seem like such a small example, it's not. It's, it's living with the time. It's our first mitzvah. Yeah, it's on our ID. It's, yeah. it's our first mitzvah to be aware yeah, of our time. Like, it's unbelievable. So I have a cute story. So in Quebec, we had to in the yeshiva, we had to have the government inspector come in all the time in order to get to our renewal of our school license. And the French Catholic woman came upstairs to our section French class, and she asked one of the boys, "When's your in French? When's your birthday?" And he said, Chafbadar. <laughs> and she was like looking at me like, what? So I had to explain, we have two birthdays. <laughs> All these things of identifying with a Jewish calendar, with, Jewish, with, with biblical heroes, all, all these things are part of the second phase of coming back home. It's all part of it. It's all plays, and they're, and they're very significant, even if it seems like little things. They're actually very, very significant things. Madregot, um, fourth line from the bottom. Madregot shel nevua veruach hakodesh shayu chazon nifratz beimei bayit harishon. All these different levels of prophecy and ruach hakodesh, which were basically by swimming in the streets in the days of bayit rishon, 
כל אלה עבדו לנו בגלות הקשה. All of this, all the things we spoke about that now we're trying to reclaim, working hard on, but all of this were lost to us already in the, in, by the Churban Bait Rishon, by the first Churban Bait. We were learning with the men last week that, you know, 140 years before the Bait Rishon was even destroyed, the Melech of Ashur was one that sent out the Shvatim that were on the other side of the Jordan, those that, right, Reuven Gad and Chetzi Shevet Menashe, he already sent them out into exile. So already 140 years prior to the burning of the first base on Megdash, we already started to taste like, oh man, you know, Lehavdil Elif Havdalot just shows you how the Gullus mentality is still there. There's a singer that died last week. I loved him very, very much. Not him at all, actually. I loved his music, right? I loved his music. Yeah, David Crosby. I didn't. I have friends writing. Hespedim, Godel Hador left us. I actually I saw him the first time with Menachem. Menachem Dvir and I went to go see him the first years and years. I loved it. It was great. It was great music. But he has a song called "If I Could Only Remember My Name." That wasn't because of the the the, the, the Shechina leaving or you know what I mean. That's just because a lot of things were inserted into the brain and into the body that he couldn't remember his name at a certain point in life, right? But we, if we could only remember our birthday, our name, our identity, it's a struggle we're doing for thousands of years already. It's not like a new thing, right? This is happening already for a long time. The fact that any of us even cares about a Hebrew birthday, a Hebrew name, a Hebrew biblical figure to emulate should be enough to bring Mashiach. And that's the quest, that's the inner question that we have going on inside. It's like, Shemiz Baruch, isn't it the biggest pele in the world that any of us even care or are even trying to work on ourselves this way? It, it, isn't it enough for like, one, shouldn't it be enough that one of us is just trying hard to get it together and to restore this Kedusha within our lives? It's such a pele. You know, if you stop for a second and like go back to the room for a second, just look around the room and see people that are, have just tried so hard and worked so hard to live Geuladika lives. Each one of you, in, in, to, in accordance to the level that you're at, you can manage blow your minds away like crazy thinking about it. It's so unbelievably amazing and inspiring. And in the heart of a Yid that's crying for Geula, he's looking up, she's looking up and saying, what else needs to happen? What in the what else needs to happen? How could it be? Now, not to ask it with anger, but to really ask it like, what else needs to happen? Like Hashem Yisbarach, isn't this blowing your mind? Look at, look at this. Look at all of us coming home. Look at all of us working so hard. What else needs to happen? What else needs to happen so we don't wake up to, so we don't check our, our pocket computers once we Shabbos and One of my kids ran into our room in the middle of the night twice last night. Nightmares. Nightmares. I thought we hid it from them. Can't anymore. Can't. Doesn't work. Kol eila avdulana bagaluta kasha vehen tzrichot lashuv elenu. Rav Sasson says, these things, they have to come back to us. This way of being, this way of walking down the street with shechina popping out of my forehead. Right? With light, <coughs> immense light, clarity of who I am. He says, this has to come back to us. 
כפי, why? כי השם promised. כפי שהבטיחנו השם אלוקינו על ידי נביאיו. Like God promised us through his prophets. ותהליך הגאולה מכוון להחזירם. So we'll just finish this, this מאמר. אמנם, התהליך ניכר בעיקר בשינוי החיצוני של רובד הגוף. It's, it's true that this process is most recognized and seen when the outer, when the exterior looks like it's going through a change. אבל הוא מתרחש ללא ספק גם במעמקים. ברבדי הנפש והרוח והנשמה. The thing is, is that why do we say keep on making Aliyah? Because if you just make Aliyah to be here and you're under the impression that Mashiach came, it's going to really stink for the next generation. Really bad. וזאת כמו בתהליך לידה של האדם. Just like when a person is born, third line. שבתחילה מתפתח בגופו, in the beginning, ברוך השם, ארנחמן, Second birthday is Be'ez HaShem, tomorrow night. You see it developing, Be'ez HaShem. The body develops, right? But it's really later on that the nefesh and the ruach has the development taking place. Ken hu tahalich ha-geula. Saying it's the same thing regarding redemption. In the beginning, you notice a baby, a kid, that's 18 months to 36 months is like, What's going on over here, right? Can you imagine if we could detect that with neshamas? Mm. Spirit, like, you know, where you're holding is like an 18-month-old, and then you could actually detect, wow, I can't believe how big you got. Can you imagine saying that to someone? Without insulting them, obviously. I can't believe how much you've grown, right? To actually say that to people. But he's saying in a, in, in, in a geula consciousness, in a geula society, in a geula community, We would be, so, our noses would be so, like in the right place, we could sense these things so strong that we could say it about others and about ourselves. Wow, I, my God. just like you'd see it by the changing of a physical development of a, of a toddler, you would say the same thing about the spiritual development of any person that's living a life of Geula. Now, I just want to say, it would be completely inappropriate of, for me to say that to any person individually, but I'm just going to say, Kichlal, It's very easy for me to say that to almost every, everyone I, I get to learn with. But you could say it to each other. You could see it in each other. And it's important to point it out. And I think you do, and I just want to encourage to point that out in each other even, you know, even more. The Nekudot Tovot. But you notice, you notice someone like, wow, like, to stop for a second, like, you know, this is not the same kind of conversation we had six months ago, a year ago, two years ago. Point it out. Make notice of it. It's how we encourage each other. With, with, with the men, we, need, we also need a, a void with this as well. We really have to... We got so accustomed to being with each other and experiencing great things together, but to point it out is very, very important. Okay, so... Fifth line, a fourth line. Kach matzinu b'tziyat mitzrayim. Amazing. It's the parashas we're in. This is how we see it with leaving of Egypt. Shebetchila yatsanu begufeinu. In the beginning, we physically left. No one was, like, quoting Tosfos and, and, and the Ritva when they were leaving Egypt, right? No one's telling you, Reb Nachman, Sipurim, Isis, when they're leaving Egypt. There, you ran out of there. You physically got saved, nachon? Yatsanu begufeinu. We physically left. Verak le'achar mikem. It's only later. Hitpatachnu benafsheinu veruchinu besfirat ha'omer. Then there was these seven weeks of, like, massive de- spiritual development until we, until we got the Torah. And then... 
just working on that since then. Ba'anu asukim b'tikun midot ha'nefesh. So during Sefirat Omer, then we're, then we're working on the spiritual growth, all the different midot, chesed, gvura, tiferet, netzachot yisod malchut, u'bema'amad matan Torah, and then in matan Torah, bo'zachinu lekomat ha'ruach. What happened matan Torah? After we physically left Egypt, and then for seven weeks we spiritually developed, you know what happened? Komemiyut. I stood up straight. And my, 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 the way I carried my... It, it, it was only for like a second, because a second later we were already messing around with Egel Azav and everything, but at least there was a moment in time where I was so healthy. I was me. I was me. You were you. We were complete. Right? So it happened. The Baal Tanya writes this. It happened, you know, there were only two times in the history of the world where there was like this complete state of health. It was Adam and Eve before they ate from the tree and Amat Am Yisrael at Matan Torah before Chet Egel. And Mosul Mashiach is going to be that we're back to where we're, to who we really are. Standing up straight. He says, that's what Matan Torah was, right? Matan Torah Ruach. And then he ends here and he says, Vechen hugam This will also be the final redemption. That is happening stage after stage and it's happening from the outside to the inside. Because we're first on the outside physically maybe making a movement towards where we belong. <coughs> but with that now comes the spiritual movement towards where we belong. Right? From the physical building structure. And now we're developing and building the spiritual state. How did this process of Geula begin? In gathering of exiles. The physical building of the land. I don't know who was here in Shabbos that heard Rabbi Chil before Musaf. It was Unbelievable! Well, he gave a whole drasha on um, t- basically using. It's a long story. Just a, a, an amazing concept of how we build, how we build Eretz Yisrael, how we built the Mishkan, how we built Eretz Yisrael, and how we're going to build the base on Megiddo. It was unbelievable. Ach tzadim nosafim omdim lefanenu, but there, there's still more steps that are before us. <laughs> a lot of steps. There are still a few Jews that are not yet living here in Eretz Yisrael. Right? Right. <laughs> a little bit. And also with the spiritual growth um, and all of its different madrigot. And the mashberim, the crisis that, are, that happened in our generation. Hakshayim v'ateltalot. The root of all the crisis that we're going through, we're going to discuss the root of any crisis that this generation is going through in the realm of the Geula. Not in the realm of something came out of nowhere, but in the realm of how it comes in the Geula. This is a real important principle. Because 
He's saying the future completion, the completed state of Am Yisrael, it's all surrounding the, the difficulties that we're experiencing right now in order to push out the reality that we're faced with and to bring out a new, real, big state of reality. Just like a woman. Again, weird saying this as a man, but you know, you know what I'm saying? Just like a woman that's in the reality of labor has to push out to change the state of her reality at that moment to bring something new in the world. And like Rebbe Levi Yitzchak I think he said about the, the kinos, we say when we get up on Tisha B'Av, when we finish the keynote and we get up, it's already Chatzot Hayom. So we say, Elitzion ve'areah k'mo isha betzireah. Yushalayim is like a woman in her, in, with her birth pangs, right? In that, that state, transition, right? Same thing. Yushalayim is the same thing. We, we, a, there, we're, we're somehow willing to endure the pain because we know that the only way, that the only thing that's, that, can, that can really mashlim the picture of this type of labor pain, of 2,000 years of labor pain, is not national independence. It's Mashiach. It's Geula. It's Beis HaMikdash. It's prophecy. It's all the things that we've cried and given our lives for for thousands of years. Alken, second to bottom line, Gam bayit bonenut amuka el if Sasson says, I know you're thinking. You think I'm detached from all the hardships that are happening here, and I'm wondering, how come you're all not just becoming spiritual Rebbes and Rebbetsons? He says, He says, of course I'm looking in the eye and the heart of the difficulties of this door, of the crises that are taking place amongst our generation and with our children. Of course I'm looking at it. But I'm looking at it through the lens of a bigger picture of Geula and seeing how every hardship the main hardships that we're really dealing with in this generation is part of something bigger that's about to take place, but we have to adjust our mind and our soul to relate to the hardships of today, not like a galuju, but like a geulaju. If I relate to the hardships of today with a galus mentality, then I see no connection between why things are so hard and what's happening in the world. But when I relate to the hardships of today with an Eretz Yisrael mind and soul, then I can go through the crisis of whatever it is this door is going through like a winner, like a winner, and bring Geula into the crisis itself. Nuchal Lezahot, last line, we could identify and detect Nitzanei HaMadregot HaAtidiyot SheTzrichot LiYitgalot BeKirbeinu we can begin to detect the sprouts of the future levels which will become revealed within. The avoda keeps on being inside, inside, inside. So what I love, love, love so much about every word that he says is that he's taking the decision we made in life to be here to the next level. He's, he's taking everything that our lives are dedicated to and he's going to clarify how this works in a bigger picture and how to detect I may be here but did Galut, did Galut come schlepped in the suitcases with me? Right? I may be here but how much of Galut did I pack and did I put in my lift? And I'm not talking about screens. 
that's the that's that, that's not what we're talking about here. I'm talking about the way that I experience life, the galut of the way of my relation my relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. And with and with being a Torah Jew, with celebrating a Torah a Torah life, celebrating every 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 aspect of my life, to really to really be Geula Jews. And then you know what you know what would happen when can you imagine if everyone that was here really detected the galut that's within them, called it out, attacked it, and was able to implement a geula mentality through the crisis of the world and through whatever crisis we're going through? You wouldn't have to preach aliyah to anyone. You know why? Huh? Because there'd be such a ribui or you wouldn't have to preach anything. Forget about only moving here. You wouldn't have to preach anything to anybody. Your being, the way you carry yourself, komas kufa, like this, would have everyone saying, "That's what I want. That's what I want to give my kids." You wouldn't have to work so hard on the. All the comment section in social media would... Imagine that. Ah, that's Geula. That's not Geula. I don't know what it is. We should be zochet to stay close to our decisions we already made in life and have Hashem grant us the schut to really believe in all the dreams He has for us. All of them. The individual and our families and all of Klal Yisrael.